Hello friends, I'm your host Chris Thrill, I'm a former Royal Marines Commando, I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all 7 continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt Podcast. Jen, how are you? I'm really good, thank you Chris. Great to have you on the show. Great to be um, here. Yes, I'm, I'm hoping you can enlighten me as to a, an area of life I'm probably not as familiar with as, as could be healthy for me. I don't, I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, I have kind of a very, I don't want to say regimented, it sounds like strict, but I take a sort of military approach to things. Not, not because I've been in the military, it's just the way I like to do things. And I get a set of rules that, that I feel works. Yeah. I generally, I feel that I see life on a much higher level than your, your sort of average person which I should really because I've I've been in lots of areas of it however and I should say you know I have a very what I feel is a, a very strong connection with the universe and what that connection has allowed me to do is just throw off all the other rubbish because at the end of the day this universe I'm a part of it these molecules unless you're going to tell me different these mo molecules they're not going anywhere for eternity i'm part of the universe first on this body called chris Frull second and do you know what i can't go anywhere i, I can't die i can't and and that's i'm i'm happy about that <laughs> right but in addition jen it gives me a beautiful feeling when i go through life because i don't care what you know, I mean, obviously, with perhaps somebody, ha something happening to someone I love is not going to be nice. But all the day to day stuff that people get so upset and depressed and anxious about, and which I would have done maybe 30 years ago, I can just go and sit in the garden and stare up at the sun or the clouds. And I'm the happiest person on the planet. Right. There is there is nothing else. Right. But when I've listened to you speak, Jen, I see you have a uh, an interpretation that, as I said, I'm not as familiar with as maybe I could be. And I'm hoping I can learn something from you um, that might just take me to the next the next level. I don't know how many levels they are. I consider myself an enlightened person. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe after this conversation, I'll they'll accept me in the Illuminati. <laughs> you don't want that, Chris. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say it in jest, but uh, yes, over to you. So you're in a you're in quite a spiritual part of the world, aren't you? I am. I've been living in Glastonbury for twenty years, and. Um, I basically, I'm quite a well-known sort of spiritual teacher and I specialise in assisting people with their, their own personal ascension and also I'm, I'm assisting with the planetary ascension. Like that's another way to, to, 
to describe the Great Awakening is that we are ascending from this third dimensional programmed hell matrix into heaven consciousness, unity consciousness, whereby we're, we all remember we're, we're innocent children of God and we all just look after each other and we're not here to just grind away at, at working and stuff like that. We're here to serve each other and we're here to follow our bliss and to be in bliss and to be in our highest um, d- divine relationships with our twin flame. So so a lot of my work is is about sort of like, um, well, just sharing like tools to assist in that process. So I look at third dimensional consciousness as like being like a caterpillar. So you're born with like loads and loads of potential, but there's like this idea of duality and separation and this programming gets put on, on these beautiful, fresh souls that come from source. And we all we all sign up for that because we're all like God beings. And then we sort of have to like downgrade our frequency to to take on a human body. And then when we do that, we take on all the programming and all the illusion of our family, of our society. And so that sort of puts us in this realm of being like a caterpillar. But of course, the caterpillar has the potential to transform, to become a free and liberated butterfly. And so really, that is each of our journeys. So whether you are spiritually awake in this lifetime or whether it's in 10 lifetimes, just know you are here to ascend. You are here to go through that evolutionary process of being a caterpillar to a butterfly. And so my job, I've had like, I had a really, really powerful spiritual awakening when I was 21 on top of a Himalayan mountain whilst chanting the mantra Om Namah Shivaya. I'd never even heard of the mantra Om Namah Shivaya. And I didn't even know I had a third eye, to be honest with you. But chanting that mantra absolutely, completely blasted my third eye open. And I was just very, very young. And I went into full, absolute God consciousness. And I realized that all that exists is oneness and that every grain of sand and every blade of grass is intricately woven into the perfection of oneness. I also recognized the Christ self in in my brother Dean. Once I saw it in my brother Dean, I realized that that was a reflection of myself, that I'm a Christed being. And then I realized all my brothers and sisters are like really holy, divine Christed beings. And I was like, oh my God, they don't tell us that in school. Like, do you know what I mean? You you don't, no one will tell you that, that we're all like really, really, really divine and we're really, really holy. So I basically had like a full-on Kundalini awakening when I was 21. And the way I describe it is like most people, when they like incarnate, they'll they'll sign up for a spoonful of God. (laughs) I'd signed up for the whole bottle, Chris. I was like, right, I'm going to take one for the team. I'm just going to have the whole bottle. So that is what happened to me. I was absolutely overdosed on God consciousness when I was 21. So that completely shifted everything about who I am. And, And in a way, I sort of kind of kind of went into the realm of elder planetary elder because I had such a higher perspective about about the soul about the journey of the soul about I was just like plugged into all this deep deep esoteric knowledge that I'd never read I just it was in my heart my heart became the living scripture and I was just getting angelic downloads 24 7 about the nature of reality so I had a samadhi I went into a very 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 deep samadhi and um the way I look at it is though like we are in this shift. We're shifting from three D. Jen, sorry, can I can I just say, yeah. um, don't bang the table because you're. Oh, okay. Sorry. And also, when you hit the table, if people are listening in earphones, they yeah. will start sending us anthrax in the post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. All the all the joys of uh, running a podcast. Sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry but, bro. But you're. Um, 
cut that bit out. So what, what, what was I just saying? Well, can, can, can we just peel, peel back a bit? Because I'm yeah. very aware that this isn't, I, my, my podcast isn't any kind of podcast. It's called Bought the T-Shirt for, for anybody that's bought the T-Shirt. And let's be honest, we've all done that in our own lives in some way. Um, you've obviously bought the T-Shirt in, in, a, in a spiritual connection, which is why um, I'm delighted you've come on the show. I am aware, though, for some of our viewers, particularly the youngsters who are thinking of joining the military, as I was uh, too many years ago, that they won't know any of this stuff. Well, right. I'm, I'm, some of them will. Sorry, folks, I'm not, I didn't mean to be rude. Um, but a lot of them will be going, huh? What? Can spit? But is this about got, got, and, and even the terminology. Um, is confusing for people that are still in that um, embryonic process of of grasping life which yeah. some people will or let let's be honest the majority of people won't really get out of that um, and so I'd like to ask you first of all when you talk about God yeah um, obviously I see so many arguments, this atheist thing and da 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 and Richard Dawkins and Ricky Gervais. And I think, whoa, you're all arguing over a different definition of God. That's why, you know, how are you ever going to understand? Because God to me uh, means a, a certain interpretation on the world. Um, in we know in church, they kind of, block off all the esoteric the good stuff yeah had a very singular narrative about a bloke who sits on a cloud uh not all churches but but i think people understand that what i'm getting at and so for, for you jen could you expand on that yeah so i'd come from a catholic upbringing i went to a convent school and i was very very rebellious and i really really rejected all the nuns i rejected all catholicism and I, I rejected this notion of God being like a man in the sky. And I was like, that's that's not my truth. So I rejected the word God. So when I was up on the mountain chanting Om Namah Shivaya, and then all of a sudden my third eye just blasted open. And in that moment, I saw this flash, flash up in the sky. And I knew in that moment, like internally, that I was in the presence of God. And God is the eternal creator energy. It is the energy of creation. That which created absolutely everything is called God. And that is also called love. God and love are synonymous. There is absolutely no separation between the word God and the word love. Love is another word for God and God is another word for love. So in that moment where my third eye blasted open, I, I saw the ridiculousness of this, this notion that God was a judgmental, resentful, like man in the sky. And, um, and how I see God now, I see religion, well, basically, I see God as like a big, massive, beautiful oak tree. And, and that the left part of the tree is Muslim, the right part of the tree is Christian, the top bit's Hindu, the roots is Rastafarianism, the middle's Jainism, whatever. And everyone's like, everyone's talking about different parts of the tree, but it's just one tree. And that one tree is God. 
that's how I see it so I love God I'm not a religious person I'm not a Christian I'm not a Hindu I'm a very spiritual person that loves God in its entirety and I refer to God always as mother father God in all my writings in all my teachings I always refer to God as mother father God so God is like the eternal soup where all souls are born and all souls return and our job whilst we're in these bodies is to remember God and to remember love and to remember all that is divine and all that is sacred whilst in these bodies not have to wait to die to go back to heaven and do you know what I mean it's like the whole purpose of that that is the enlightenment journey is the remembrance of your divinity of the fact that we are all children of God we are all children of God and one of the most profound knowings that I had on top of that mountain is that mother father God does not have any favorites no matter how far along you are if you think you've got a spiritual like a special job like people think oh she's got a special job god i am not special god is the best parent that was ever ever created would the perfect parent have favorites i don't think so we're all equally loved we're all equally special every single one of us we're all god's babies every single one of us are god's babies and we are so precious we are equally precious that's what I realised on top of that mountain, Chris, that the absolute, utter, utter greatness of God. That was what was so special about my mum. Really? She refused to have favourites except for me. <laughs> no, I think um, all roads kind of lead to Rome a bit when you get to a certain stage in your life, if, if, if you keep your eyes and your, and your mind open, isn't it? Um, yeah, all, exactly. We're all heading to that place. And I think with myself, I signed up for the bottle that, to overdose on God because that was going to accelerate my evolutionary process from caterpillar to butterfly. So we literally do go through this process like on a human level from being asleep to being awake. That's all it is. That's what the Great Awakening is about. So I just signed up for to just to have those experiences just a little tiny bit before a lot of my brothers and sisters so that I can send back the information. Guys, you've got to be empty. Stay present. Stay in gratitude. Be in service. All of these tools I can now pass back to my brothers and sisters to assist in the acceleration of their evolutionary journey. Mm. Yes, and, and there's no more greater need for it at this time probably a lot of times and going back until till we lived in the caves when we probably were were free yeah before the programming yeah because as you say we've all been programmed and i i think of it as shielding jen it's these these sociopaths above us yeah and maybe there's entities above them i'm i'm not I'm, I'm not qualified to say because I've never seen them although I've, I've met people that claim they have yeah. but they've they've shielded us from all these simple philosophies and acts that you can do on a daily basis to be to be happy and and this should be of interest to all all people because if you're suffering anxiety depression want you know you want that car or you need that holiday or you or you you know, you're always looking into the future for what you think is is going to bring you contentedness. And it, 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 you need to take the 
the, the third way. Because <laughs> um, I, I talk about the universe, Jen, as it, I, I, I don't have any fixed, you know, what do I know? I'm just a guy that lives in a city in the Southwest. What could I possibly know? But I just think of it as this beautiful energy. It's probably been here from time immemorial, will be here to eternity, goes on forever. And once you get to that forever, you come back to where you started again, right? It's this beautiful, benevolent thing. Your physical body as, as uh, interfacing into, into this, this thing works perfectly without all the need for this you know let's not go down the route but everyone knows what i'm saying you know you 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 live in human nature you're the perfect being in mind body and and and, and, and spirit but then there's always someone who go yeah but who created the universe <laughs> it's like it's like why would i why would I waste time thinking about that if I'm perfectly content sat here right 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 now i'm I'm not not a criticism, but I'm just saying that I don't need to worship anybody or anything or or it right <laughs> I'll say one thing, Chris that I think that you know you've you've brought up a really good point, and I think that what's kept a lot of people tethered to the third dimension is this idea of religion is this idea that you need a middleman, you need a priest or you need a guru or you need a teacher, and actually that's holding up your evolutionary process because we've all got a direct link to source energy and and, and how we do that is by by working on ourselves and and working with these tools that are going to help us break free of the process programming you know and so a lot of the work that I do is about like shadow work oh gosh sorry sorry a lot of the work that I do is to do with shadow work and um, helping people see that these issues these triggers that, that all these like sort of blind spots of yours they're very often not even yours they're just part of the collective they're part of the, your ancestry and we need to bring a light it's like we must bring a light to all those shadowy dark places within ourselves, and so that they can be brought back to the light so a lot of my work is about really sort of like activating that direct connection with with the universe with God there's many many names for God oneness truth love the universe infinite creator wakandankan all of the god names there's so many names that describe god but it's just one it's just the creator energy so um yeah i think you've brought up a really really good point that you know that is the pro main problem i think with religion is that it it, it it sort of like makes you think that you need a middle person to connect to god and you don't it is in your own heart but you you have to do the work on yourself you can't just be lazy and be like watching the bbc and watching crappy tv and going to the pub and having all these toxic relationships you're going to stay stuck you're going to stay stuck and you're not going to evolve you have to start realizing that you are responsible for your vibration you know so you're going to be on a low vibration or you're going to be on a high vibration your normal sort of way is to be on a high vibration it's like that's that's just how god created us but with all the heavy duty programming that sort of like keeps us keeps us in a in a low vibration and so what i help people with is their awakening journey so 
like if you're being run by your programs by your unconscious programs you're not awake you're asleep you're asleep so you need to become aware of those programs or all those beliefs of like oh no one loves me I'm never going to be successful all these ego beliefs you have to become aware of them and the moment you become aware of them Chris they're no longer a program it becomes a choice and then you must choose are you adhering to that false program or are you choosing a fresh new beautiful thought because the truth of the matter is we live in a thought universe this whole universe is constructed from thought that's the how consciousness is is um like is developed or is constructed so you have to take responsibility for your thoughts you are so powerful who you are is as powerful as the entire universe but if you don't become aware of your unconscious programs they're going to be running you they're going to be running the the, the system of who you are and keeping you trapped and keeping you in a low vibration you have to realize that all those triggers all those people that piss you off they're showing you important stuff that you need to work on you need to grow into you need to forgive yourself you need to heal you need to expand so you have to embrace your triggers embrace your shadow because when you do that those programs are no longer unconscious Chris and this is such an important point when they're no longer unconscious they become choices and then you, you, you're like, oh, oh, am I choosing to believe that the world is absolutely terrible and I'm never going to be successful, that I'll never find love? Are you really choosing that? Because you don't have to. You could choose to program yourself to believe that you live in a benevolent universe, that all good things are coming to you, that you have signed up to, to reunite with your highest divine beloved soulmate. Do you know what I mean? I do. You, you, you just triggered a thought in me then. Is, um, I see... I see so many people just go straight into a toxic relationship. I'm talking like a partner relationship and and it, it I think that behavior says so much about where the person is and their their feelings of self-worth, doesn't it? That's right. You know, I I was I held off my partner was alcohol for 30 years and drugs and and I'm not complaining, you know um it's, it's um i'm grateful for the gratitude isn't it i'm grateful for that i'm grateful i'm still here and uh but during that time i think my own sense of self-worth forbid me to be need to, to need to be in a relationship i'm not saying it didn't bubble under the surface because i could recognize when i was with a woman when it would come up yeah. And I would think, are you taking the easy option here, Chris? That's not gonna benefit you in you know in the long run. But um yes, it's amazing that you hold off and then that wonderful person comes into your life and actually well, you hold off in the toxic relationship. Yeah. Mm. And you get someone who, who genuinely loves you for who you are. And they're going to forgive you for the, the your faults, um, and and what am I saying? Love you unconditionally. Love you unconditionally. They're going to be your friend that you love spending time with. You know that they're going to be a good parent should you decide to have children. 
and that that ch child's going to be in a stable, loving relationship, getting the nurturing that that as human beings beings we need. And uh, yeah, sorry, that just uh, just just one of the five billion thoughts that will come into my head today, Jen. That's brilliant, Chris. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And that's really encouraging to, you know, to hear that, that, you know, if you do sort of, you know, bypass oh, that toxic relationship, I, yeah. I forgot what I was saying. Yeah, what I meant to say is, and when you meet that person, they then enable you to be free because you haven't got that emotional baggage to deal with from the moment you wake up through your sleep until, you know, or through your sleep to waking up to when you go to bed. And it's such a powerful motivator in itself. It, it's like a shortcut in, not a shortcut, but it, it helps you into the, into the light, doesn't it? Yeah. That, well, that's really beautiful that you've met that partner, Chris. It sounds like you've met that partner. I kidnapped her. Did you? Oh, I've, yeah. I, I can't say I if, you hear, if you hear a scream, that's her in a cupboard trying to get out. <laughs> Oh my God, Chris. No, it's, um, yeah, that, that's beautiful. And, um, you know, yeah, we've got to hold out for that. You've got to do the, you've got to, you know, got to love yourself. You've got to realize that you are worthy to, you know, to be with that partner. And, um, I've, I've been tuning in a lot to the collective energies recently and, uh, you know, what my guides have shown me is that this whole great awakening or ascension, you could say, is intricately tied up with divine partnerships. Because when true, truly compatible souls are in union, their energy is so um, transformative and potent and, and rapturous and blissful that those frequencies are what's going to actually lift this planet out of the third dimension collectively and into the fifth dimension, which is another word for heaven, which is another word for unity, consciousness, oneness, um, bliss, bliss on earth. You could call that fifth dimension is bliss on earth. So we are on this trajectory of this ascension, this great awakening. And what my team have showed me is that it is intricately connected to the amount of true, true soul partners that, that recognize each other. So what I've also been shown is that one of the greatest things that holds back these divine unions is worth, is believing that you deserve it. Because so many people take on that false programming from their families, from this media, from society, believing that, that this isn't heaven. We, we, it's all been beaten out of us that this literally is heaven on earth. The earth holds all the codes and the frequencies to be heaven, literally. And in a way, it's even better than heaven because in heaven, we don't have physical forms. But the way I see it, God loves us so much. God's like, right, I'm going to turn my angels into physical beings so that they can go and run around and play on the earth and they can physically come together in, in, in holiness and purity and sacred union. So in some ways, this, this earthly realm has the potential to be even more extraordinary than heaven itself you know and this is what we're all talking about as the great awakening we're all talking about this great this transition we are transitioning we are going into the age of aquarius everyone's been talking about this for years and years and in fact i had a meeting with an amazing astrologer a couple of days ago and he said to me that on the 21st of december 2020 
that Aquarius is naught degrees on, on, I can't remember the exact astrological terminology, but Aquarius is naught degrees on the ascendant of that day, which literally heralds the dawn or the morn of the age of Aquarius. So apparently, Chris, everything's going to shift. Come December, there's going to be like a brand new energies coming into the planet. This was, this was um, information from a very amazing astrologer. So this great awakening is happening. You cannot deny it. And the language I'm using is just a little bit more spiritual language in reference to the great awakening. Yes, because the great awakening, again, means different things to different people. If you're obviously the, the Q movement um, is or 17, as, as, as it's referred to, is uh, that that's an awakening for many, yeah. many, many people. That's right. It seems to be more of a and obviously this doesn't go for all people in the movement, but it seems to be more of a physical thing. With, with Q as in what's this guy going to do to change the world or these what are the what's this group of individuals going to do as opposed to what you've just mentioned as in developing your inner your inner self and the world being a uh, reflection of your development of self yeah um uh so can I just put some questions to you, Jen? Sure. Yeah. Because I know people that they think the answer is to be ultra positive all the time, ultimate self-love, which we all think we all we all we all agree with that one right ultimate love of all people i think we all agree with that if you want to to achieve um certainly if you want to achieve enlightenment but if you want to achieve a, a better world but when it comes to all the stuff that's going on in the world and all these control measures and these game plays and these corporate um interjections into our life that that but personally, I think it just to make greedy little men and women even more powerful than they believe they are in their own minds already. I don't think they're in the interest of our uh, long term benefits. And I'm choosing my words carefully here. Um, and so you've got matey boy over there who's singing and dancing with the with the with the daisies saying it's it's all a reflection of what I think in my head and I'm not saying it that he's wrong I'm questioning is his way right or is it someone like myself that yes I believe in love of all humanity ultimate respect for self ultimate self-love ultimate forgiveness but also I feel wrong if I don't engage in the battle that's going on I mean the physical battle of people let's just use a, a, a metaphor trying to lock us in our future in cages right yeah I'd love to go and sit in the sun I stay I say thank you to the sun every single morning without well 
not without fail but you know it it, it just makes me content I know there's not I don't need anything else right there's there is nothing else bit of sun on your face to me that's my heaven right if it's cloudy and it's raining that's my heaven too but when I'm doing that and I see that there's let's just say a guy climbing a lamppost to put in certain technology that I don't feel will benefit mankind. I don't feel by being reliant on any sort of man-made grid that that further disconnects you from human humanness and human interaction and the nature puts you more into the home cocoon where you just where uh, a lot of people will just become even more non-thinking than they are and hate hateful of themselves and off that hate of themselves they will hesitate to interact with others because they don't have the the self belief the self love the self confidence right when i see these systems trying to be put in place but by people that i believe i share the or i perceive i share the planet with I say that because, um, you know, are we all in some sort of simulation? I mean, I think we are in a simulation. I think life is a simulation. It's, I mean, the the, the makeup of the universe, I think, is no different to a software program. but, but, But anyway, What am I supposed to do, Jen? Do I ignore these people that want to send my son off to the next Illuminati war to make sociopaths even richer and perceived in their minds more powerful than they already are? Or do I go and sit in a field, smile at the daisies and say, hey, man, I'm I'm here, I'm in paradise and and I'm not trying to be sarcastic or whatever oh. apologize if i sound like it i I'm, I'm asking a genuine question because i've got the answer so i think that's a really really good question chris and um because of what happened to me on the mountain i my sort of third eye blasted open and since then i've been had had a gift of sight you could say and i've had ability to be able to access the akashic record so the akashic records each each individual soul has has an akashic record which is relating to every single lifetime every incarnation be it ant be it dinosaur be it human be it pleiadian be it whatever that you we each have a personal akashic record and then we also have a collective akashic record so because of what happened to me I was very blessed to have access to the Akashic records and so with that I'm I'm able to pull through very very pertinent information that that is supporting in this in this great awakening and what I've been shown is that there is we live in a multiple dimensional reality we've got the third dimension the fourth dimension the fifth dimension sixth dimension seventh dimension etc etc okay Now, the point is, is that on the the fifth dimensional level, God has already won. The White Hats have taken over. All of the Illuminati are gone. Um, we are, we've got Chisara, Nasara. We, we, all, all the patents have come back to us. Like the texts come back. 
Now, this is a timeline that exists within our future, okay? This is, this is the fifth dimensional timeline that exists within our future because time does not run linear. Time runs sort of vertical. So you've got timelines that are all operating concurrently within the present moment, okay? So what I've been shown is that there is this fifth dimensional timeline whereby Trump and the White Hat administration have completely and utterly won and the whole world has been taken over. No more reptiles, no more Satanists. We are in that new earth paradigm. OK, now, in order for the third dimension to align or catch up with the fifth dimension, I was shown that we need as many brothers and sisters on the ground red pilled. Every person that is red pilled, every person that wakes up to the fact that the government has been lying to us, there's been there, all these children are going missing, about adrenochrome, about the tunnels, about all this stuff. When you are awakened, you, you've left the third dimensional matrix. The moment you awake and realise that you've been hoodwinked, your soul has been hijacked and you, you, you're taking it back and aligning it and, and releasing it from that third dimensional field, when you do that, you add so much energy to ensure that we align with that fifth dimensional timeline that has already anchored in the present moment of now. So what I'm saying is, Chris, is that it's so important that we don't sit on our bums and just meditate on blooming flowers and trees, that we are activists, that we are using our platforms as myself and you are. Like I had a hundred percent spiritually based platform with over 120,000 people. Come the Great Awakening in March, I shifted it to be supporting of Q and supportive of Trump because I knew that it was that 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 team was going to lead us collectively into the fifth dimension. So I've been working 24-7 to wake up as many sleepers as possible, as many brothers and sisters as possible, so that they start their own research, they start becoming their, like their own whistleblowers, they start sharing this information within their own platforms. It is so important that we carry on waking people up, because the more people that are awake, or red-pilled, you could say, then, then, then we will align, the quicker we will align with this higher timeline. This is how timelines work, they're to do with energy, so we've got a match that energy of the fifth dimension and we do that by reaching a critical mass of awakened brothers and sisters and of course it's happening it's happening how many people have woken up since March it's unprecedented because as far as I'm concerned the white hats are in control and they are using our like for example Boris Johnson they are making him act in a tyrannical way in quite a mental way for everyone to go I don't think so Boris like not on my watch like I'm not, I'm not taking my uh, I'm, I'm governed I'm not governed by you 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 satanic governments I'm not governed governed by you they are wanting us to realize that the white hats want us to realize that that's why they're cranking it up with all the masks with that, the military what's the white hat then so, so the white hat is the earth alliance I, I feel i feel like i need to tell you my dream how i found out about all this chris so i didn't i didn't know when trump got into power i, I didn't like him i thought he was a narcissist i had my own father issues i've never met my father i just thought he was going to be an evil globalist i completely 100 did 
So, and I just went along with all the hate. I was like, yeah, he's, he's horrible. I don't like him. And then one day I had a dream. And this was in 2017. So in the dream, I was driving along on an old fashioned train and we were sitting in one of those compartments where we were sitting opposite each other. And Mr. Trump was sitting on the opposite side of me by the window. And I got up and I walked over to him and I looked down at him and I said to him, I see you. I know exactly who you are. You are playing the role of the buffoon. I said, but you're not fooling me. And then Chrissy looked at me with the biggest glint I've ever seen in all my life. And he went to me, victory to the Alliance. And we high-fived. Now, after that dream, I already knew about the Alliance. So the Alliance is connected to Q. It's connected to the Galactic Federation of Light. It's connected to all of the energies and forces that are supporting the Earth right now to shift. We're shifting. We're shifting from a third dimensional realm to a fifth dimensional heaven realm, a 3D hell realm, programmed limited hell realm to a 5D eternal heavenly realm where we're going to live in these bodies for as long as we want. The whole notion of death is part of the archonic program with when we just really ultimately we've got to choose when we ascend. And, and, and this whole idea of death is redundant in the fifth dimension. So we, we, we return back to our spiritual heritage and spiritual who, story. But who says this, Jen? Because I, I already find my beliefs like veering away. It's a direct knowing. It's a direct experience. So I've had, I've had like, as I said, I've had glimpses into the, into the Akashic Records. And so fifth dimensional consciousness, like that's within us. That whenever you're free from the matrix and you just want to serve your brothers and sisters, you just want to be kind, you want to look after every single creature, then you're in 5D. It's not that exotic. It sounds exotic, but it's not. It's who we are. No, no, no. That 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 bit I get. And for, for people at home, what if I understand correctly, what Jen is saying is most people live in the 3D, in the matrix. Yeah. Some of us, we have, through, as a result of our life experience, we we step out of the matrix and go bloody hell I, I see that matrix for what it is now that's your 4d the trouble is you've got a lot of uh agents like ourselves in operating in the 4d some of whom understand the way to go up into the fifth realm which is just heaven and earth which is what i keep trying to explain to people that i live in every day right although don't get me wrong, they, 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 that comes with snags, right? That comes with snags. Other people, they're this free agent that understand they're not in the matrix, but they're still using the matrix tools to try to enlighten, to try to shift our realm up into the, in, into the number five, right? And of course, that's not going to work. Um, I'm talking about certain... Uh, social commentators, not not any particular person, but you see a lot of these social commentators, movers and shakers that 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 want the best for people, but the way they go about trying to instigate it actually has the opposite effect and is keeping um, people in 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 the well in the matrix or the or the third the third degree. Um, the bit that I, where I start to lose it, Jen, and this is no, no, um, slight on you what's whatsoever is the 
like I don't believe in reincarnation. I, I, um, it's not that I don't believe. It's like how how could I know? How how, how could I ever? What well, I'd be so arrogant to say I believed in this or that on something I have no idea about, other than the, you know what what most of us know. Um. Uh. I. It. For me, it's not about ascending. We're already here in paradise. People just don't understand how to access it because of these barriers that have been these shields that have been placed on them from childhood from birth um uh, uh, along with various mechanisms like the drugs the alcohol that keeps you suppressed that keeps you from jen used the word uh vibrating at the higher frequency and if this sounds airy fairy to anyone Believe me, when your when your when your vibration is higher, and I don't even know like whether that's a physical thing. It's but when you're off the drugs and alcohol, when you're focused on something that you love, when you're eating an alkaline diet to keep your body in tune with what it should be in the nature, you are firing. Oh, just knocked my computer off. <laughs> you are firing. You are smashing it. Nothing is impossible for you nothing right you can go up to john o'groats like i did put on a 15 kilo backpack and just run a thousand miles pretty much non-stop that is how you feel right remember when i did that i didn't do any training for that you don't need to you're you, you're you're on the level that mother nature or this spirit or the universe whatever we're going to call it you're on that level that you're supposed to be and this is what I believe Jen is saying that this this higher access to consciousness that I'd urge anybody to 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 try and get because it's it's it, it it's like living two different lives. It's like living two completely separate lives. Uh, Jekyll and Hyde existence. Um, on one, the devil runs the show. On the other. You fly with the angels, if you want to put it in uh, biblical terms, right? Um, I kind of, I shy away from the sort of talk about, re we're all going to reincarnate by definition of the fact we're made of matter, right? I, the soul, I'm not sure about Jen. I mean, I, I get it. I've heard people talking about this sort of, this karmic plane or this 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 uh, united consciousness that we all feed into and yeah i i do kind of get it i mean it's a nice feeling at the minute to see so many people now questioning our existence that in itself give it gives you energy it's not that blood sucking sad bbc you know satanist agenda that just wants to put fear in into you and your children 24 hours a day fill you you know fill you with the the toxic food and the and the lack of inspiration and and um yeah i mean i i get it from that perspective um i don't know i guess there's also part of me that i, I, I it's like keep it simple stupid kiss you know the acronym for, for me because i wouldn't want to get too I wouldn't want to make it more complicated than I think it is. Um, do I make any sense, Jen? Sorry, I, I, I'm 
yeah, I think, yeah, you're definitely sort of kind of interpreting my messages for maybe some of your younger viewers that like military brothers and sisters that aren't quite used to this type of language. I think it's, it's really good what you're doing, Chris. Um, and I think you brought up some really, really valid points, but I would like to just say a little bit about the fourth dimension because we're on this transition from the 3D to 5D, but what about the 4D, do you know what I mean? Now, with the fourth dimension, this is where a lot of like the kind of satanic agenda the reptiles, the dracos, the baddies reside within the fourth dimension. And a lot of them can get stuck there. Often within the fourth dimensional realm, there's like no solutions, just all very problem orientated. And it's like, you're on a kind of like eternal loop of problems within the fourth dimension. And so, and, and this refers to a lot of speakers, you know, we could, there are certain speakers out there, you know, no names mentioned, but they'll, they're very, very charismatic, very, very magnetic, powerful speakers with, and they're speaking truth, they're speaking truth but they're not bringing forth solutions. They're not, they're not offering that sort of way out of the quagmire. Do you know what I mean? And so I think it's very, very important to realise that on, but, but they have a role. They have a role. Those people that are like banging on on the fourth dimension with their problems and their, you're all, you know, like 911 was an inside job and the government's all reptiles and everyone's all Satan. Like those people that are banging on those messages, they are needed because sometimes the 3D sleepers need to be like really, really badly shaken up to wake up. So they have a role, they have a significant role. And, you know, like, for example, I'm just going to say David Dyke, because he's a perfect example to, to, to um, refer to what I'm speaking about here. So he was the one that woke me up to what was going on with the Illuminati, to um, about the reptile, about the, about the, the royal families, about the Clinton, that loads of stuff. David Icke woke me up. So I started listening to him in early 2000s. And um, but after listening to him for about a couple of weeks and I bought some of his books, I was just crapping my pants 24 seven. I was like, oh my God, we're so doomed. We're just so doomed. And I had to stop. I had to stop like, you know, engaging with any of David Icke's messages. So, and then, and then I sort of kind of withdrew back and then I realised it's because he's not really coming forward with solutions. He's, he's stuck in that, in that problem sort of narrative, but it, but he serves a role, Chris. He serves a very, very important role in terms of waking up those that are stuck in the third dimension. But it's really important to not get stuck in that fourth dimensional realm because the way to explain it is that the third dimension is like a dualistic realm it, it, it where the program is separation you're separate from god you're separate from me that's my land get off my land it's all about ownership and separation that is how you define the third dimension you believe that you are a separate drop, drop of water that is separate from the ocean of god that is the wow, ego yeah, yeah that's yeah, the well. ego yeah yeah so yeah. Now, from so the third, this is a perfect way to explain it. So, third dimensional conscious person is like a drop of water that believes themselves to be separate from the ocean. The fifth dimensional conscious person is the one that that water has returned back to the ocean and they've returned back to a state of oneness with all that is. So, in that place between the singular drop and the ocean, you've got the fourth dimension. And the fourth dimension is a higher realm than the third dimension. Of course, it means if you get to the fourth dimension, it's like you said, it means you've escaped the matrix. And of course, that's the necessary step on your path. Do you know what I mean? But the thing is, 
the, the fourth dimension is also a realm of polarity. We haven't reached oneness in the fourth dimension. So there's still this idea of duality and separation and power over and control, fear, ownership. It's all, that's all still being played out within the fourth dimension, you see. So the, the, the job of the soul's consciousness is to recognize that, recognize, oh, I've escaped the matrix, that's good, but I'm not going to stay stuck in 4D. I'm going to keep aspiring higher to, to unity consciousness. I've got, to, I've got to bust through duality to come back into oneness. And then that is that will be the fulfillment of your soul's evolutionary journey to get from 3D to 5D. Yes. I, I, again, for, for the sake of our friends at home, I need to just clarify a few things. I've heard a lot. I've, I used to, I've watched a, a lot of um, David's stuff. I'll make no judgment on it. it, it uh, he seems a wonderful man. Um, he, as far as the reptilian agenda, I don't want anyone watching this now to think that that's what we all buy into. It, it for me, I, if I can't prove it, I, I, I'm not going to go there. Right? If you're asking me, uh, is there a sociopathic gene in certain? Uh, echelons of society uh, I would say yes I think the eyes are the windows to the soul and I think you just got to look in some people's eyes and think god <laughs> what what where's this person at right uh I I, I think there is a connection also because we came from the swamp so we were a, 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 an amphibious creature at one part in our our lives and i do think the way that the brain works and you hear words like hypothalamus and um and i'm i'm obviously not a bi biologist but i i do think there's parts of the brain that 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 for certain people might not develop de de develop in the same way as as another and 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 that can lead to a lack of empathy because people I think people can be born, you can create sociopaths. A sociopath is someone who's never known love, never known empathy. As such, they don't know how to give it. You know, they can, they, they know all the behaviours in society, but they don't get that crucial human element, right? I also, I don't know enough about it, but I'd say that probably people, there's probably uh, family bloodlines that that is just, inherent in them by, by the nature of the way it the the the, the way that the, the family's been structured whether it's an actual like genetic thing that you can bought, be born with no empathy somebody enlighten me in 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 the comments please um but yeah i just wanted to make the point that uh gosh that reptilian thing has done so much to destroy the, the journey to enlightenment for all of us because it's used as a tool isn't it to, to ridicule people that want the truth yeah. and but the truth of the matter is is that we do have a reptilian brain like that was all part of the 
sort of like manipulation with our DNA that happened at the time of Atlantis, but that's like another subject matter. But the fact that it's not like, a, we're not just making it up, like there is a little, there is a part of the brain that has been very, very much sort of groomed to um, to, to, to be the, the dominant aspect of, of, of who we are. And the reptilian brain is the part that like, you know, compares yourself to other people, is, is on a very negative one all the time. I'm sorry, my neighbour has decided to like do some re. Can you hear it, Chris? Yeah, it's too much, Jen. Can you let me just, friends? I'm just going to put us on pause. And as if by magic, da na na, you're in the garden. Yeah. So, um, yes, that, that's what I was saying. It's just that. What was I saying? <laughs> You're just um, pointing out the bits about the reptilian brain that I'm only sort of vaguely. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's not like a conspiracy. It's like, like it literally, there was a manipulation that took place within our with our DNA. Do you know what I mean? People have got to go and learn about the true nature of what actually happened on this planet. It's not what they told you in 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 school. In I, didn't, I, I didn't. I wasn't saying that was a conspiracy because that bit I I, I get. You know. I, I just mean the thing, the shape shifting into lizards and, and that we're... Yeah. And also... Yeah, that's hard to get your head around. Well, it, I, I just, I don't know if it's helpful. I don't know if it's true. I, I'm, I can't make a judgment because maybe someone knows something I don't, but I wouldn't be living my life by that. Um, you know, I don't... I don't know if that's something that needs to be addressed for us to enter this fifth realm that that we're all controlled by uh, shape shapeshifters. Um, I just think they're sociopathic, they're heartless. Uh, I think they're all controlled by the Babylonian money mafia, which which created the money system, which has corrupted everything and every person in society and that includes myself because i am a slave uh, a slave to it and a slave to the conditioning it produces it's another thing that these speakers don't talk about don't talk about who uh protects this evil system of this evil monetary system at all costs who are these people you know i call them the babylonian uh, money mafia just because when you've studied books like this you realize this system of evil goes back thousands of years goes back to ancient babylon um who they are now don't really know but if we don't if we don't get rid of this system of exchange of uh, it's not a system of exchange it's a system of profit and greed um and a system of, of, of slavery uh, I'd like to see uh, the Jordan Petersons of this world actually talk about stuff that really matters like this, other than superfluous stuff that's all a by byproduct of this. It's the same with many social commentators on 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 the platforms like YouTube. Yeah, you can talk all day long about the left, the right, the social justice warriors, the what this guy said in Parliament last week. Look, the blooming BBC are saying, you know, saying this in their newspapers that, yeah, yeah, that's an, um, again, you could probably make a great career having a YouTube channel like that. But 
all that's doing is you're being a false uh, false beacon, you know, false beacon in a stormy sea and people are going to look at that and think, ah, this person, they're out to, you know, it's like question time, you know, when you watch question time, you think these people are going to, the, the people in the audience, they're going to they're gonna fix the world with their having to go at this bullet and it's like, no, it's all part of that, all part of the same system of corruption and evil, right? So yeah, it'd be nice to see some commentators talking about the monetary system. Um, I'm not even sure, Jen, if this Gisara, this global, you know, reset in Nisara, which is a national reset, but um, I'm not really sure if they're talking about bringing the gold standard back. If that's, I I can't see how that's going to help things. Um, as a good friend of mine said in the comments yesterday gold belongs in the ground you know we're too too dumber creatures to to see that glittery stuff and not let it awake our sense of greed of greed or maybe we maybe we're not maybe i maybe i've got it wrong but um yeah so just going back to the whole shape-shifting lizard thing i i don't blame anyone for investigating it questioning it holding it as a possibility but it's not something that uh you know I, I i think we live in heaven on earth if we weren't shielded by these sociopathic money lenders right that's what they are we need to turf them out uh reform them if that's possible <laughs> i don't know and um we need mechanisms in place in the future so when 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 these people and if you want to call them lizard people that would be quite appropriate when they raise their ugly heads again and try to put us all in slavery there's mechanisms in place that just says no right you know um this is this is this is the way this is kind of the lit this is where i'm at jen is what i'm what i'm trying to say um yeah over to you <laughs> i've probably said enough i'm a bit worried that the wind is going to be loud on the microphone it's very windy out here chris you think it'll be all right yeah you i'll let you know if it isn't okay cool so yeah i think you've um i, I don't think about reptilians like that's not that's not ne necessary we don't need to be thinking about reptilians what we've got to be thinking about is realizing that you know, until you gain some sort of mastery over your egoic consciousness, you will be a slave of the third dimension. You have to realize that the, you know, we're all here to attain spiritual mastery. And how we do that is by becoming the observer of the thoughts in the mind. Instead of like buying into every single crazy negative thought and believing it, which is what we're all conditioned to do, we have to cultivate a practice where we become the observer. And that is the first step towards liberating yourself from the third dimensional matrix. Don't believe everything you think. The way I see it is that my 3D egoic reptilian brain, or whatever you want to call it, is like a very, very bad radio station with a lot of interference. 
I'm under no obligation to, to listen to it and tune into it. That doesn't mean I can get rid of it. You can't get rid of that egoic consciousness, you know, it will always be there. But if you start buying into it and believing every single negative message that it has for you, you are not going to have a high vibration. So I think as we sort of come to the conclusion of our video, it's going to offer some tips now just to help everyone raise their vibration, which is what it's all about. So number one, you want to have a practice whereby you can become the observer become the observer of your thoughts so it's just like the sky just like cloud to like thoughts now you can't get rid of the clouds but the sky doesn't identify as being a cloud the sky knows it's the vast magnificence of the sky just as our true consciousness mustn't identify and, and buy into these temporary thoughts of the ego so step number one is you have to have a spiritual practice where you become the observer of your thoughts that's the first step the second step is to cultivate a practice of gratitude. Train your brain to be grateful. Go on rampages of gratitude all the time. Like if you're sitting on the toilet, think about 10 things you're grateful for. If you're cooking dinner, think about all the, all the blessings in your life. Start using your consciousness in the way that you want it to be, to, in the way that you want it to be, instead of the program, how the program wants it to be. Do you know what I mean? So if you, if you commit to a practice of gratitude, that means that you are the you are the master of your consciousness in that moment because you're directing where it's going this is so powerful it seems so simple and nothing but this is how you get to the fifth dimension this is how you attain spiritual mastery chris it's so freaking simple it really really is and that's why everyone misses it because of the the innocence and the simplicity of these practices that i'm speaking about so step one become the observer step two become addicted to gratitude step three you be in service, like go and do random acts of kindness, be a force of positivity in the world, realize that every single soul is has got PTSD from the matrix. So it's our job to like lift everyone up. So every time I go out, I'm really present, I'm like sending good vibes, complimenting, just, just oh, sorry, that was my dog, sorry. Just, just being like that, do you know what I mean? This is your vibration will go through the roof if you if you start doing random acts of kindness and start really really showing up in the world as that positive vibration you will start feeling amazing yeah. and also like go and go and look for ways to serve your brothers and sisters that could be become a truther red pill people let people know about what's going on it could be that you go and read read stories to kids i don't know there's anything like just start serving your brothers and sisters yeah. this is how we raise our vibration and um and also be very very mindful about the toxicity that you allow into your life through Jane, music. Can, I, can i just say yeah. are you rubbing the phone on something because we're losing the audio and it, and it and it's gonna oh shit so i see right i'm gonna go back inside no, it, no it, it just sounds like you you're rubbing something against the phone or no, it's just that it's moving and i'm just trying to stop it from moving yeah that's what's making the noise just but if i don't hold it it's gonna it's gonna topple so i'm gonna see if she stopped it's is it not fine where it is now it seems fine okay we'll leave it yeah, and if it yeah, yeah, yeah. again yeah, yeah sorry, um, sorry carry yeah. on go and do so, service go and do service but be very mindful of not having toxic relationships. Like you must be in relationships that make you feel good, make you feel happy, make you feel like lift up your vibration. You've got to be mindful about the po poisonous, toxic food that you eat, the music you consume, the films that you watch. 
Do you know what I mean? Like be really, really discerning around allowing low vibrational, toxic things, relationships, everything into your reality. This is how you have a high vibration. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm, I think we've all had to make, a, those of us that are enlightened have all had to make a few, can I say, I don't want to say harsh because they're not, but um, when you've got family to consider nope. and, your, and your mental welfare, you, you, you have to make decisions about the people that you spend time with. Um, yes. It's um, it's unfortunate, but when you, I think, what's with what's all going on in the world at the minute, it's really highlighted the the that I, I don't know the word for it. I don't know if toxic sounds too strong, but just the misguidedness of people that are in your daily life even if it's through the the uh, medium of social media and 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 it's it's soul destroying to have that constant barrage in your face of people who who don't know it but they're keeping us locked in this third dimension um and it's also, it's not just that, it's that if you don't respect me, and respect me doesn't just mean, oh, Chris is my friend. It's like respect is, you have to listen to me. You know, you have to enter into a dialogue if there's something that I believe that you don't see it that way. The same as I will enter into a dialogue with you. It might be if you're spouting third dimension stuff at me, you know, like like buildings are brought down by a, 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 a guy on kidney dialysis machine who lives lives in a cave in a desert. I'm afraid um, you're never going to get me ever to agree with that. On the other hand, I could perhaps enlighten you as to as to what a more likely scenario is. Right. If you are telling me that. You know, capitalism is ace purely based on the fact that that communism is frightening and and i'm i wouldn't disagree with you especially um again especially with what's going on in the world but if you're telling me that there can't be a third way again i'm going to respectfully have to disagree with you right but if you consistently say that that it's your way and not mine well i don't see that as friendship jen i see that i'm just a convenient person in your life you know I don't know if, in what com context and yeah, it's very liberating to just let, let these people go. I, I think maybe i maybe if Jesus was sat here next to me now, he's put his arm around me and say, Chris, that's, that's not the way I, I don't know. But then you've got to remember he only surrounded himself with 12 people, didn't he? You know, 
Yeah, I mean, my, my philosophy is be loving and kind, but take no shit. I'll take no shit from no one because I know how much God loves me and God loves my little girl. And God gave me the job to look after my little girl. So I have to look after her and I have to protect her from energies in this world that are not good for her. So I, I really am walking the path of self-love and I, I'll take no shit from no one, even if it's from my mum. Like my mum, she really turned on me because she was very asleep and I will take no shit from anyone, not even my, my own mother. Do you know what I mean? So it, it's really, really important. But it took me like 40 or 45 years to learn that lesson. I just wish that you just you don't have to go through what I went through to learn that. Just, just trust us. Like look after yourself. Yeah. You have to look after yourself. Like you're so loved. You're so precious. Every single one of us is so sacred and so precious. And so start looking after yourself and like, really really protecting yourself from from the mad energies of the third dimension you know from all these people's trauma and you know just protect yourself but you but and then from that place you can serve your brothers and sisters but you have to protect yourself and take no shit yes what a good point to uh to to uh i don't want to say finish this let's let's leave it here for today and i i really look forward jen to picking this up again and uh Let's hope when we do pick it up again, people will will have contacted us to say that they, you know, they've started down that path, or maybe it's helped to to strengthen the path that they're they're already on. Hey, yeah, and I'm really really grateful for you inviting me onto your show, Chris, and us connecting on Facebook and everything. And I uh, just want to say that I found you through your interview with Robbie Williams, which I absolutely loved. And me and my partner, we watched it a couple of times because we thought there was so much important information in that video. So really thank you so much for the work that you're doing and for opening up your platform to really, really interesting people to come and share their wisdom. So really, really grateful for you, bro. It's actually an interesting point you make. Um, and I hope that our friends at home watching who haven't reached this point in their lives yet will understand it's not just what what you see and hear in a video there's an awful lot more going on that you that once your third eye opens you you learn I get a lot of message why did you speak to that guy or he said this and ivory yeah that's all one dimensional stuff there's much more going on in 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 the relationship um that you see and when you learn to open up to the universe you'll start to see it you you won't need to go and type something into a search engine to find it out the universe it's telling you it's showing you in this scenario what is going on um and uh, yeah, again, I think that comes down to the left brain thinking that we're conditioned to just to react to a TV screen all the time, react ra rather than just sit back and, and see everything that's um, that that's going on. Because I learn a lot from all all of my um, all of my guests, Jen. You know, if I got uh, a, a uh, let me just think. I hate to use the uh, cliche neo-Nazi because all of that, all of that's misused as well. You know, Hitler ran the social, what was it? The nationalist, so the socialist national party or something. And I think the West gave him that, 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 that per, 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 
whatever that word is. To, uh, History's but, written by the victors. We we don't know. We've all been lied to yeah, about that, that, everything, and, and we must have an open mind. We must. Again, until but this is what I'm saying. Until you get to that point where you can see this, you can see the mechanisms like the Second World War that is that is used to cement a narrative to keep you a slave. It's you know. It, 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 you're not going to move forward but no the point I meant is is I'm going to get something from anyone I have on my show you know and you can get just as much from by by someone who has a completely different uh life perspective than 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 you and it's not necessarily by what's coming out of their mouth it's about all it's all the history behind them it's what what it's the body language it's it's this kind of thing so yes (laughs) <laughs> we were saying goodbye, weren't we? That was a long-winded goodbye. Well, it's been so lovely, Chris, and um, thank you to all your listeners. And we'll post all the links to to connect with my big Facebook group and all the, all my offerings and stuff like that. So, thank you so much for having me on your show, Chris. God bless you, brother. Yeah, lots of love to, to you and yours, Jen. And uh, let's pick this up again. To everybody at home, thanks for watching another episode of the Bought the T-shirt podcast. Who says we're not buried? Hope you got a lot out of it. If you could like and subscribe. Ciao, ciao. Friends, thank you for listening to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Please like, subscribe and share. And don't forget to follow me on social media. Username, Chris Thrall. Instagram, Chris.Thrall. Thank you. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, a company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So... At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable. It's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash prenatal.